Welcome to Books, Beauty, and Business with Ndaya A. Koi Thomas. It's time to relax and enjoy a variety of topics that are all geared towards improving our lives. Let's feed our minds with the best books, explore the world of beauty and apply it to our daily lives, and grow our businesses towards huge success. Revolving my life around the three Bs have not failed me yet, so that's why I'm sharing my experiences with you. Let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of Beauty, Books, and Business with Nadia Akoi Thomas. I really want to thank every single one of you that has tuned in today to hear what I have to say about different topics all pertaining towards books, beauty, and business. Now, this topic today involves three Bs. It has a little bit of beauty, a little bit of business, and it ha- also involves a book that I read that has transformed my life. So the reason why I started this podcast is because I've been on a journey for about two years, and throughout my journey, I've started... I've stopped. I felt encouraged. I felt motivated. I, I felt depressed. I, I went down a, a deep hole of just doing things that I wouldn't normally accustom. I wouldn't normally do. So throughout my journey, I've ran into a lot of, you know, quotes. I've ran into a lot of mentors. I've ran into a lot of people that um, give me, you know, some type of motivation or, or hope. But then I also run into a lot of people that, don't give me anything at all, even though they profess that this is, you know, the steps that you need to take in order to better your life. Like, I've run into people saying things like, girl, in order to fix your life and in order to transform your life, all you have to do is fix that crown. <laughs> or I'll hear, girl, all you need to do, all you need to do, all you need to do is flick that bug off your shoulder and tighten up. Or I've heard things like, girl, if you really want to transform your life and you really want to be the best person that you can be, all you have to do is enter into the ultra galactic realm in the vortex and create that spirituality that's going to change your mindset into the urethra of the physical being. Like, what the f- <laughs> I've heard the craziest things and I'm sitting there like, I want to get what you're saying. I want to embrace what you're saying, but I'm not getting what you're saying and I'm not embracing it because I have no idea what you're saying. Like, I, I understand like these are metaphors. I understand that these are things that people say to try to get you motivated, but it never worked for me. I'm the kind of person that I need steps. Don't just tell me what to do. Show me how to do it. Even if I might have a way of doing it in my brain, tell me exactly what you did to get to your results and let me embrace that, tweak it, or even take it completely and be like, listen, this is the steps that we need to take. So I'm the kind of person, I need steps. I need to know exactly what to do. I I don't have... Or I didn't have the mental capacity to just say, all right, well, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to run a mile. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I don't have that. I need someone to be behind me telling me, okay, this is how you do it. You got to write down exactly what you do the night before. You got like things like that. Like I need steps. So what I started doing was I started creating my own steps. I started getting from different types of, you know, YouTube videos, different podcasts, different mentors, different people in my life and creating my own way of getting to my goals. 
I want to share what I've learned with you today. So today's topic is daily routines or daily steps that you can start right now, today, in order to reach your goals and, it, and that focuses on self-care. So without further ado, let's get started. Now, before we get started with the steps, we need to have a little talk. We need to talk a little bit, all right? What I want you to do is think about the girl that you always wanted to become. Think about that person that you know in your heart you want to be, but you haven't really taken the steps towards being that person as yet. This person that you're envisioning can be parts of other people in your life. For instance, it could be a little bit of your mom, your auntie, grandma, teacher, mentor, you know, classmate, boss, coworker, that girl that you see on Instagram that you just love her pictures. You know that one. I'm, you know the one I'm talking about. That one that be eating salads without the dressing. <laughs> the one that got her life together. The one that takes runs in the morning. That one that that's always neat and dressed, dressing nice. Like you know, I'm, you know who I'm talking about. But <laughs> envision all the women that you've met that has left some type of mark on your life, and really envision that person. Think about it like this. What if I told you that all the women that you aspire to be like are already in you? Something about them is attractive to you. You know, not not sexually or anything like that, but I'm saying in a way where you feel a type of attraction where it's like, I want that, or I want to be like that, or that is something that I want to start to do, or the way that she spoke to that man, reprimanding him, in an elegant way without making him feel bad, I want to be able to do something like that. I want to be able to talk to people and tell them exactly what I want to say without sounding mean or without berating them or without losing my cool. What if I told you that that person is already you? Sometimes you have to think about it like this. There's a reason why you feel the way that you do when you see things that they do. You don't admire people that you don't like you always admire people that you like and there's something about them that you see in yourself and something that gravitates you towards them so I want you to become the person that you always wanted to be and it's very easy the journey is hard but it's easy because you already have it in you to do you already have it in you to be Now, every step that I'm going to give you, I need you to keep this in mind. You have to think positive. That might be step one, but you have to think positive. It is so hard sometimes to think positive when every single thing around you is completely and totally negative. You're not happy with the job that you're in. You're not happy with the money that you're making. You're not happy in your relationship. You're not happy with the family member that you have to live with. How am I supposed to be positive when everything around me is making me mad? Y'all ever have a moment where you get to go on vacation or you get to go to Disney World or, or Christmas, Christmas morning. You ever have that Christmas morning feeling where you're excited to go to 
sleep or the first day of school. You're excited to go to sleep. You already have your outfit out. It's done starch, dong. Your shoes next to your outfit, your hair. Your hair tie is next to your outfit because you want to make sure when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to put my hair in this hair tie because I'm going to look nice. Or Christmas morning, you're, you already have your pajamas out. You smell the, 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 you smell the, hot chocolate and you smell the cinnamon cookies and you're excited because you're like, I cannot wait for tomorrow. That positive feeling, the, the, the sun rolls differently on those days. It, the, the, the air smelled different on those days when you were a kid and, and there was no worries in the world. You can have that same feeling about life now. Is all about mindset. I remember when my grandma used to take me on walks. I was always overweight when I was younger. I have a twin sister. It's crazy because we're twins, but my weight, I was always like 20 pounds heavier than her. And my grandma felt like I needed to exercise. So every morning at 5 o'clock, mind you, this is before school starts. I had to be at the bus stop for 6.30. But at 5 o'clock every morning, we had to walk six miles. And as I'm walking those six miles, I would get so frustrated. From the time I hear the alarm in the morning, I'm, I'm pissed. And I'm like, listen, why do I have to work out? My twin sister gets to sleep in and I have to work out. That's not fair. Why do I have to eat differently? That's not fair. And as I'm walking, I remember we used to walk three miles to and three miles from. And as soon as we'll get to the, to the halfway mark, I used to be mad. I wasn't happy that I was almost done. I was pissed because I realized I had three more miles to walk we didn't run we just walked and I hated every moment of it I felt like this was the worst most dreadful you know situation that I could be in as a child and nothing about that situation made me feel good my grandma would try to encourage me as we walk and say yeah you're almost there you can do it you can do it and I'm like listen Shut up. I don't want to hear nothing else. All I want to hear is me get back in my bed. And I'm not even going to have time to get back in my bed. Because by the time I get home, I have to get ready to go to school. I was frustrated. Now, throughout my life, I continued to eat unhealthy. You know, I had a, a scare with uh, being pre-diabetic. I, I suffered through PCOS. I had a lot of weight problems. And as I got older, it became a requirement for me to work out. It became something that I had to do. My doctors would tell me, listen, if you continue on this route, you will suffer some more complications. And as I heard that, I said, oh, my God, it just took me back to a time when I was younger and had to feel like, oh, now I have to exercise. Now I have to do it. And it would frustrate me. But this time when I started on my journey again and I started working out, I said, you know, Nadia, just, 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 you have to do it now. Like, there's no way around it. You have to do it. And when you do it, just just try to be a little bit more positive. I'm frustrated that I have to do this now, but just try and be a little bit more positive. So I started working out again. I didn't have the proper clothes because I would always say, oh, I'll work out when I have the, you know, the right uniform, when I have the right sneakers, when I have the right bra. But I started working out in a, in a dingy T-shirt and in some leggings and uh, uh, slippers that I already had. And I said, you know what? Let me start doing squats. Let me, let me work on my butt first. That's the most important pl place to me. I don't have a butt. <laughs> so I said, let me just start working that out first. 
And as I started working out my butt and I started doing some squats and doing sumo squats, I was like, okay, all right, I'm almost there. Let me give myself a pep talk while I'm talking. Let me, let me, let me talk to myself. Mm, okay, Nada, you're almost there. 10, all right, 11, all right, 12, you're going to 15, 13, 14. And I reached the 15. And as I reached the 15, I'm like, wait, whoa, okay. All right, me talking positive to myself. I think I could do five more. I did five more. Then I was like, that was easy. Let me do five more. Then I did five more. And I, when I was done, I was like, okay, I just did 30 sumo squats. And I feel great. Any other time I did squats with anybody else, I would feel very pissed about doing it. I'm like, okay, I reached the 11. I don't even want to get to 13. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to act like I'm tired because this sucks. But as I started talking to myself positively, I realized that it was not as hard as I thought it would be. I realized at that moment, whoa, did I just trick my mind into thinking that this was easier than I thought? And I felt great afterwards. Like, girl, you just did 30 sumo squats just like that on your first day of exercising again. The mind is a very powerful thing. You can change your perspective just by your mindset. Nothing about Christmas morning was magical. We made it that way. Nothing about the first day of school <laughs> is magical. But we made it that way because we thought positive about it. We were excited about what's to come. Be excited about what's to come in your life. Be excited about the step that you're about to take. Be excited about the routine that you're getting ready to create for yourself. Be excited about this lifestyle that you already have in you to do, but you just have not tapped into it yet. The time is now. Right now. Step one. The first thing on my list that's part of my daily routine that you can start right now. Number one is to pray. Yes, I done bought God into it. I done bought God into it. Oh, whoa, whoa. She done bought God into this. Yes, I have to. I cannot continue to speak the way I speak to be the person that I am or to even live the lifestyle that I live without first thanking God. Number one, pray. Prayer is something that everyone should involve in their routine. It should be a part of their life. It should be the first thing you do in the morning and the last thing that you do at night. Now, I told you guys that this um, topic has to do with the three B's. So the first B would be the Bible, you know, that has to do with books. The Bible is something that it took me a hard time, a long time to, to get into. I don't technically open up a Bible and read through the pages and randomly just read a scripture and understand exactly what it says. I, it's very hard for me to, to read the Bible because the verbiage is very difficult for me to understand. Like, even though I get like the King James version or the, the newer versions that, that, um, are easier to understand, it, it takes me a hard time to fully understand it. So what I've done is I've downloaded the KJV Bible. It's an app on my phone that every morning and every night it sends me a notification of a five-minute prayer. And let me tell you, these five-minute prayers have come in so handy and they have come in at times where I specifically needed it the most. Every morning I get one at 8 o'clock 
Every night I get one around 8 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Sometimes, depending on the way that you get on your phone, it changes the time that they send you notifications. Like during the summer, I woke up later. My notification would start to come in around 10 because they know that that's the time I wake up. But I, I really love this app because it's very easy to understand. Every lesson is about five minutes. It starts off with a scripture. It goes into how the scripture can, um, can go towards my life. And then the last thing is a prayer. This has helped me so much because sometimes like in my life, I've felt like I've strayed so far from God that if I try to pray now, I don't think that he would hear me. And that's a, that's a lie because God always hears. He always hears our prayers and our miracles start to come tenfold so fast and we don't even see it coming. Now, I wouldn't say to just pray to God to get things because sometimes you might feel like, oh, God, like, I don't want to just talk to you because I need something. That's why I love this app because not every time I need something, sometimes I just need to talk to him and, and, and reassure him and let him know that I'm rocking with him and, and, and the blessings that he's given me, I'm seeing it and I'm, I'm continuing on my journey and I'm keeping him close to my heart and close to my mind and close to my soul and it's helping me towards getting better in my life and continuing in my journey I have to involve God that is something that you must bring into your life I've done journeys before and I didn't really have God in it I just had the mindset of I could do it I could do it I could do it I don't need God because he ain't gonna hear me anyways on the lifestyle that I'm living I don't I don't want to hear no scripture right now but I had to change my lifestyle, I had to change my environment, I had to cut people off, I had to change my view of things and realize that God is real. God is so real and he's shown me so much different things and I'm happy to, to talk about him. And I'm happy that my app can keep me grounded. The app that I have can keep me re- reminded that I need to pray before I sleep and pray the, the first thing in the morning. So step one, prayer. That is something that you need to incorporate into your daily routine that's going to help you towards self-care and it's going to help you to become a better person and to live a better life. Another step that you can add to your daily routine is being grateful. I know a lot of people think that prayer and being grateful are hand in hand, but they're very different. You can pray and not be grateful for what's going on in your life right now at this moment. You have to be grateful. You have to embrace right now because in this moment, you're never going to have it again. Every second that passed by is a second that's gone. A second that you will never get back again. Embrace it, love it, accept it, and be grateful for the moments that you have right now. One thing that keeps me grounded that I added to my routine is, is keeping a journal. So, Another um, aspect of about books, I created some journals and one of the journals that I created is a low content journal. It's called the Boss Lady Free Write Journal. It's available on Amazon. If you type my name in on Amazon, it's the orange book. It's a very small book, but in this book, I write down all the things that I'm grateful for. I write down my affirmations. I write things that my goals, I write down my 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 exercising routines, what I eat in a day, things that make me feel happy, things that make me feel sad. Keeping a journal, I hated doing it before because my brain 
moves faster than my hands. When I would hear people say, oh, the way that you get your life together, you keep a journal. I, I used to roll my eyes because I'm like, oh, here we go. What? So I'm going to write down what, how I feel and what. So what's going to happen after that? As I started doing it, I realized what happens after that. After you write down what you need to write down in your journal, you think about it more. Y'all ever have a moment where when you type something in your cell phone, like if you type it in your notes, you don't remember it as well as you would if you physically wrote it down? There's a reason why a pencil and a paper was created. I can't be in front of a phone screen for long. I really can't stand being in front of a phone screen. Every, every time I come out I come out of a phone screen, I feel drained. I started saying, you know what, I'm going to start to write down what I feel, but I'm going to write it on my phone because I already have my phone in my hand. It's easier. It, it takes less effort for me to go actually find a pen and a paper. So after a while, I realized it wasn't working for me. It was sitting on my phone and I'll never see it again. But when I started writing things down, I started seeing things in my life start to change. I took a moment to slow my brain down and to kind of speed my hands up. And while I'm writing so that I can actually visualize exactly what I want to say and read. And afterwards, I was done. I was like, wow, I put my phone away for 30 minutes and I actually wrote down my aspirations, my goals, what I'm grateful for, what I love in my life. And I feel so much better. I don't even want to go back on my phone. I want to watch a movie now, you know, or I want to read a book or I want to do something else. And I've never regretted it. I've never regretted writing in my journal and keeping a log of things that I've done, things that makes me happy, things that make me sad, and lastly and importantly, being grateful. So um, when it comes to scripting and when it comes to praying, there's another um, aspect that goes into it that people do that's called a vision board. I have not made a vision board. That is not something that I um, have in my steps. Maybe I will in the future, but the steps that I've been working on so far has helped me a lot. And at this time, I haven't made a vision board. Maybe I will one day, but <laughs> at this moment, I haven't. Now, this is another step that you can add to your routine. It sounds so easy and it sounds like, oh, okay, why? What the heck? Anyways, but it's something that's helped me too. Making my bed every day. I'm a late sleeper. I am the kind of person that would wait till the last minute to wake up. I would snooze my alarm seven times. And then if I have 15 minutes to get ready for work, I'm rushing to get ready for work. And I speed out the door and I don't even think about making up my bed because I'll just do it later. I'm coming back to my bed. I'm going to lay in it anyways. Why do I need to make it up? When I started waking up a little bit more early and when I started making up my bed, I realized like, wait, my bed is in most people's rooms, their bed is probably the biggest furniture that they have in the room. And I realized that sometimes my room could be a mess. But once I make my bed up, the entire room looks so different. The entire room kind of look clean. Because the biggest furniture in this room is clean. Think about that when you pertain it towards life. Sometimes you just need to fix the biggest thing that's going on in your life first. And everything else will start to fall into place. Making your bed is not just about being neat. It's about mental clarity. You think better in a clean environment. That's why hotels and, you know, luxury areas are clean. They're not dirty. They're never dirty. A clean environment is a clean mind. A busy environment is a busy mind. Cleaning is such a huge business. Why is so much people trying to be cleaners? Why is there a whole show for hoarders showing you how to clean out and throw away and get rid of old things, old baggage, old, you know, tools, old things? 
making the, the area clean and just opened up and bright. Think about that when you enter your room. When you enter your room, sometimes don't you feel like mad if it's dirty? Like, ah, I have so much things going on in my life right now and I got to walk into a dirty room that I got to clean. Cleaning can be therapeutic. Make it an activity. Sometimes when I clean, have to clean my room, if it gets really dirty, um, if I'm really busy, I would set my camera up and do a time lapse. And I enjoy watching the time lapse afterwards because I take my time. I put a movie on. Even though the time lapse, I'll be cleaning for, for three hours and the time lapse is only 30 seconds, 45 seconds. I would enjoy watching it and seeing like, wow, look how my room went from dirty to clean just like that in 30 seconds, even though it really took me three hours. But me listening to music, listening to podcasts, watching movies and folding my clothes and organizing myself helps me to feel better. These are steps that I take and I, and I encourage you to take these same steps too because these are things that actually helped me and these are things that actually work. So making your bed every day, it seems like a small task, but it's a task that can set out your rest of day. It can also be the thing that makes you feel better about walking into your room after a long day. Speaking about the bedroom, another routine that you can start right now today is taking out your clothes that you need to wear to work or to school or to a gym or, or things like that. Taking that out the day before, not necessarily pulling it out your closet and laying it on your bed, but putting it in a space where you know when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to do my daily routine and I'm going to wear this outfit. You can even try it on the night before. You have time to do it then. Sometimes you might oversleep. Sometimes you might have a long morning and you don't have time to go in your closet and try and pick out an outfit. I know I had that problem a lot. Every single night before I go to sleep, I take my outfit out I take the shoes out that I want to wear. I take my accessories out and I lay it out because the, the last thing I want to do in the morning is think about what I want to wear. Keeping that part of your routine is a great habit because it, it helps you to be organized. It helps you to love what you're going to get into the next day. It helps you to say, wow, just like the first day of school. Wow, my, my, my next day of work, I'm going to be wearing a green outfit. I'm going to slay and I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be confident. Thinking about things like that, changing your mindset helps you to become a better person and make better decisions. And the decision that I know that helps me is definitely taking my clothes out from the night before. As we're going down the list of daily habits that you can do every day to help improve your life, a thing that worked tremendous for me was planning what I wanted to eat for breakfast and lunch the night before. Now, some people meal prep. I my brain <laughs> doesn't allow me to plan out what I want to eat for the entire week, but I can plan out what I want to eat for the day after or probably the day after that. I take a very long time in the morning trying to figure out what I want to eat. Sometimes I would say, okay, I'm going to drink a tea and then I don't even take the tea bag out to know which one I want or I don't even check to see if I even have tea bags or, or, or milk to be able to make my tea in the morning. But the night before when I have time and I plan and I say, okay, I want to make an eggs. I want to make uh, some, some uh, toast and I want to eat some hummus with it. I would check my fridge and say, do I have these things? Because the last thing I want to do in the morning is have to look and, and see and realize I don't have it and get frustrated because, oh, my God, I want, all I want to do is eat. Now I don't have things to eat to, to make what I want to eat. That shouldn't be something that you have to be stressing about in the morning. 
even if it's you know what in the morning I'm gonna call uh that that pizza I mean not pizza I'm gonna call that breakfast place and 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 call it call in my order so that when I reach there they already have it ready for me. It shouldn't be that you already reached to the car and then you're you're thinking oh my god I didn't eat yet uh what what should I eat what should I uh, let, let me call this this place and then you call the place and you you're there and you gotta wait thirty minutes because they're taking forever to get your order ready. Plan out what you want to eat the night before, especially if you're on a weight loss journey. The hardest thing for me was figuring out what I wanted to eat because the easiest thing would be, okay, I'll just eat some Wendy's in the morning. You know, I'm on my way to work. I'll just eat some Wendy's. And that's not healthy. Let me make a smoothie. Let me let me go ahead and get that blender that I always said I wanted to get, but I keep buying food instead. $30 for, uh, so for me and my entire family to eat from Wendy's could be the $30 that I used to get that blender to make the smoothies that I always said I wanted to eat. I go get that smoothie maker. I make a smoothie in the morning. I I get a cute cup to to put it in, and I'm out the door, and I'm feeling good about it. And my mindset is like, wow, like oh, am I the girl that I keep thinking of? Like I'm I'm trying to be like, am I am I being her right now? Like that's where my mind goes when I'm doing things that I know is good for me and that I know is is you know keeping the cost down of of eating out that I know is healthy. Planning what I want to eat the from the night before or two nights prior has helped me on my daily routines every single day. That is a huge thing that I want to make sure that I tell you to do in order to reach your goals on your journey. Now, I know I'm going back and forth with night and day, morning and night, but one thing that I do in the morning, every single morning is I, okay, let me just put a disclaimer even though I'm speaking positive about exercising, I still don't really necessarily like to do it. It's something in my brain that I know I have to do. And while I'm doing it, I'm speaking positive. But sometimes I want to sleep in. Sometimes I don't want to do a specific workout because I'm sore. So what I do every single day is I either I stretch, do a really good stretch, or I work out while I'm doing my morning activities. So let me you know, explain what I mean. Sometimes if I don't get to work out in the morning the way I want to, I would be doing squats. I would be doing um, arm raises. I would be doing um, different type of workouts while I'm getting ready for work or for my activity for that day. So if I'm brushing my teeth, I'm doing 10 squats to brush my teeth. If I'm using, if I'm going to use a toilet, I'm going to do five squats before I use a toilet. Or if I'm, um, if I'm, if I'm putting my socks on or my sneakers on, I'm doing 10 leg raises on each leg before I put my socks on. Things like that, incorporating my, my workout into me getting ready, helps me feel better. It, it gives me a little push. Even if, if it might not be the best workout ever, at least I'm doing something. At least I'm doing something. If I don't do that in the morning, I would do a hell of a stretch. I would stand up. I would extend my arms all the way out, lean all the way forward, bring my two legs out, sit down and like in a split, stretch my legs, stretch my arms, stretch my neck. And I would feel so much better about getting ready in the morning. Incorporating a stretch or incorporating an exercise into your daily routine every morning is great. Also, exercising in the evenings. I'm an evening exerciser. I, I rather exercise in the evening than in the morning. When I exercise in the evening, that is something that helps me in my mind and, and, and the way that I operate throughout the rest of the night and in the morning. 
while we're on the topic of exercising, I have to definitely talk about drinking water. I never liked drinking water when I was younger. Now water is literally the only thing that I drink. I barely drink any juices. I can't even think about the last time I drank juice. I don't drink soda at all. Um, this might sound negative, but sometimes I might drink some wine. But I didn't like water when I was younger. Now I absolutely love it. And I didn't realize how water could change my life so much. I lost the most weight that I have by drinking more water than I'm usually accustomed to drinking. The, one of the reasons why I didn't like drinking water because I don't like to pee. I, I, I pee very fast after I drink water. But if I know that every time I pee, I'm releasing toxins, I'm fine with peeing. I'll pee 10 times a day, 11 times, 13, 30 times a day I'll pee as long as I'm getting rid of toxins and I'm fueling my body. I also am very, you know, be very dehydrated most of the time. So me drinking a lot of water helps me to clear out my body and to keep me hydrated. There is so much that you can do with your routine. There's so much that you can incorporate into your lifestyle. But drinking more water is definitely something that will help you to strengthen your mind, strengthen your body, strengthen so much part of, parts of you. Lay off the juices. Lay completely destroy um soda from your from your diet. Like don't even think about soda at all. But drinking more water, even if it is not that bad, you you could eat a delicious meal and have water with it. It's not that bad doing that. But drinking water is definitely something that you have to add to your daily routine, and you can start that literally right now. Now, this last thing I still have trouble with. Like I said, I'm on this journey and, I, and, and I'm proud of you for being on a journey that you're on now too. I'm even proud of you for listening to this podcast because that means that you're literally trying to lead a better life and you're listening to different types of people to hear their perspective on how they're doing their journey and how they're bettering their life. But one thing that you need to add to your routine, which I still work on to this day, is taking out um, checking your phone in the morning. Stop checking the text messages, the social media, the emails. Don't do it in the morning. The morning should be dedicated to you and you bettering yourself. And you don't need to be drained with everything else, with all the outside forces that are coming to your phone. All those notifications that you have, all those text messages that you have. What you're doing when you check your messages and check your emails and check your social media. The first thing in the morning, what you're doing is creating the day for others. You're creating your, sometimes you might get a text message that might alter your day and change the way that you have to operate. And wouldn't it have been better if you had checked that like later? Wouldn't your mindset be like, okay, I did everything that I needed to do this morning. I did my morning routine and now I have time to deal with what you have to tell me. Or now I have time to deal with what you have to say. Do Deal with yourself first. It is so hard to not check social media in the morning because I do a lot of my work on social media. And sometimes I want to check and see, okay, um, how much um, notifications am I going to get on this video that I posted? How much um, engagement have I got for this picture? And sometimes it will drain me, especially if I don't get the, the reactions that I expect. Or sometimes it will drain me if I don't get you know, the amount of, you know, follows that I, that I had in my brain to get and I, it didn't happen. Like 
sometimes it would depress me and it would make me feel less than. And that's not the kind of feeling that you want when you're going to take on your day. Do everything that you were supposed to do in the morning. Later on in the day, even if you get a little bit discouraged, you might not feel as discouraged because even though my notifications didn't show up the way I wanted it to, I did my routine that helped me to live a better lifestyle that I'm living and I'm being the girl that I've always wanted to be. So even though this notification is not the way I wanted it to be, I am becoming the girl that I, I always wanted to be. And that means more than any notification that I can ever get. Thinking positive and keeping positivity in your brain and in your mind helps so much, especially when you want to distance yourself from all the negativity of social media and all the, the work emails of what you did and didn't do and all of that. Keep your brain good. Keep your mindset good. Incorporate not checking your social media, your messages, your emails, any of that in the mornings. Now, if you want to watch certain YouTube videos, I was I would say go straight to YouTube and try and look for a motivational speech or a motivational um, person that you can talk to, or even a podcast. Listen to my podcast in the morning and say this is exactly what I needed to get my morning going, to to feel driven, to feel motivated, and to reach my goals. Not nothing on social media and not no text message from who knows who that's gonna piss me off today, you know. And not every message you're gonna get is negative, but don't allow that energy, any of that energy to enter your space when you're trying to get yourself ready in the mornings. Now, we talked a lot about morning and night routines and things that you can do. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk about appearance. Now, I am the kind of person, well, I was the kind of person that took comfort over beauty. Not saying that you have to be uncomfortable to be beautiful, but I would rather wear my slacks and my my um my my joggers to a great event than wear a heels and a nice dress and, and, and make myself presentable. And then I would sit and wonder why I'm not getting approached and why nobody's talking to me and why, you know, I'm not being treated a certain way. Appearance goes a long way. You don't have to be beautiful to appear neat and to, appear, to, to be beautiful. You do, not, you do not have to be beautiful to be beautiful, if you get exactly what I'm saying. Now, some people will say, I ain't changing for nobody. I ain't changing how I look for nobody. I ain't, try, I ain't trying to do that for nobody. I'm not saying to do that for anybody else. Do it for yourself. And if you're doing it for yourself, some people might say, oh, I don't want to change how, you know, I'm going to always be comfortable. I'm not going to change, you know, my, my sweatsuit for a nice shirt and some jeans because, you know, I'm not changing for nobody. How is that going for you? How is not dressing for the occasion going for you? How is wearing whatever the hell you want, uh, you know, the, the baggy clothes, you know, going to a supermarket, just wearing your home clothes and things like that. How, how is that going for you? How do you feel when you're out? Do you feel good or do you feel like whatever like do I want what I want to challenge you to do to start in your routine right now is every day that you step out you're neat whether it be a regular white t-shirt a regular jeans pants and a clean pair of sneakers no jewelry you know and you're here with a, a nice head tie and or a nice scarf that's wrapped neatly I challenge you to do that I challenge you that every day that you leave the house and every day that someone's going to see you, that you're neat. You don't have to be uncomfortable to look good. But what I'm saying is 
You have to come out of your comfort zone to see results. If you're the kind of person that's saying, why don't I get approached from guys? I don't know what it is. I, you know, I wear whatever I want to wear and I'm, but why, why is no one approaching me? Why is everybody treating me like I'm just like regular schmegular? Sometimes it's your appearance. Sometimes you don't carry a presence about you that makes someone want to come up and talk to you. Sometimes you are not even the way you dress, but your demeanor is not approachable. Sometimes you, you don't, you don't carry yourself in a, in a, in a way that shows that you care. Care about how you look. And other people will start to care also. You ever walk into somebody's house and the entire house is very, very dirty and you're accustomed to walking into somebody's house and taking your shoes off, but in this house, everybody has their shoes on and they're walking around trailing whatever into the house and everything's messy and everything's nasty and dirty and, and run down and, and you say, okay, well, shit, if y'all, if y'all doing it like this, then I'll do it like this too. I'm not going to take my shoes off and be neat if you're not doing it. That's how people think sometimes. They think I'm not going to treat you a certain way because you don't even treat yourself a certain way. You don't even give off an appearance that you want to be treated differently by your appearance. You you don't you don't give a you don't give a crap. So I'm not going to give a crap. Think about it like that. Give off the energy that you want to receive. And the energy that I started to receive, that I started to want to receive is respect. You're going to respect me from how, you know, if, even if you don't want to respect me as a person, you're going to respect how I'm dressed. You're not going to tell, you're not going to tell me that I'm a certain way when I'm not, if I'm dressed a certain way, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that, you know, as soon as you start to dress neat, everyone's going to treat you differently. But what I am saying is the times where you have dressed, however, and looked, however, and ran into the guy that you liked or ran into somebody that you're admirer and is like, oh my God, out of all times for me to run out, run into him, I look like this. Did you feel confident as you saw him or did you feel like, oh, I wish I can go into a hole and disappear right now? I want that every time you leave your house that you're neat and you feel good and you feel confident that if you were to run into somebody that you haven't seen in a long time or your crush or your, or your, your neighbor or your grandma or your boss, that you look like somebody that, that gives a crap, that's somebody that cares, somebody that is happy and confident in their appearance. We're going to get into grooming. I don't, I actually want to do a, a, another video. I mean, hmm, hear me video. I actually want to do another podcast on things that you can do to appear neater. So, but one thing that I want to touch on in this video is your eyebrows. <laughs> your eyebrows have the ability to frame your entire face. Sometimes I wouldn't do my eyebrows and I would look raggedy. And the minute I started doing my eyebrows and I started kneading it up and, and, and making that making it the edges nice and clean and crisp, my entire face would glow. And that's true for any single person I've seen get their eyebrows groomed. I have never met someone that didn't do their eyebrows that didn't look neat. Every single person that I know that have groomed their eyebrows have immediately took their face from a 70 to a 95 just off of doing their eyebrows. Keep your eyebrows groomed. Keep your eyebrows neat. 
And another thing that has to do with um, appearance, keep your skin moisturized. I <laughs> have so many stories where I wish that I lotioned my skin and lotioned my feet. And that would be the one time that someone would call me out and be like, oh, my God. Why you didn't lotion your feet today? And it's like, oh, Lord, I, I should have do it. And next thing to add to your routine, start to put lotion and lip gloss and those things in your car or in your bag, something that you always have, something that you carry around with you so that in the event that you need, that you forgot or that you need to put it on, you already have it. That is something that you should always carry around with you. I always carry lotion and fragrant um, perfume and lip gloss with me everywhere I go. I know we're wearing masks, but I still wear my lip gloss underneath my mask because in the event that I got to pull it down so that you can hear what I got to say, you're going to see that my lips are moisturized. Keep that a part of your routine. Keep that in your bag. Keep that in your car. Keep it somewhere handy. Keep it somewhere close because you never know. You might be in a rush one day and you run into somebody that you would, you know, would like to see that you see it, say you're being neat and you want to be ready. Now, we have unpacked a lot today. There is so much more I want to add to this list um, for this podcast today, but I'm not going to make this a 24-hour video. <laughs> There's so much more that I want to add, so I'm going to spread it out. I'm going to do a part two. But so far, there's so much things that you can incorporate into your lifestyle today to help you to transform to the person that you always wanted to be. I'm on a journey, and so are you. If you're listening to this video right now, you want to get better. You want to become the person that you always dreamed of. Every single thing that we've talked about today, I do in my life every day. Every single day. It's called discipline. It's something that you have to, it's called a lifestyle change, really. A, a, a lifestyle change that has discipline. If you're not going to do it no time in your life, at least try it now. Now, sometimes we get comfortable in the lifestyle that we have and it's hard for us to get out of it. But wouldn't you want to say that you tried it? Wouldn't you want to say that I actually tried that before and it worked for me? Or years from now when you, you might not have the opportunity to try it. Try it now while you can. You already do the things that you've been doing. And when I say this, I mean you already you know, live a life that may be sluggish. You already live a life that you sleep in every day. You already live a life that you smoke weed every day, that you drink every day, that you party every day, that you're not really feeling fulfilled, that you're just going about the move, the, mo the motions and just doing whatever. You've already lived that. So why not try something new? Why not try something that you, have that you haven't tried before? Why not try to live a lifestyle that you haven't already in life, there's, there's a saying that goes, um, there's some people that lay in their deathbed and they say, wow, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I don't want us to become those people that said, I wish I did this and I wish I did that. I want us to be the people that said, I did that. And look what I've done. Talking to our grandkids and saying, listen, this is the lifestyle that I did. And I did this and I did this and I did and I lived. I want to say that I lived. And the only way that I'm able to live is when I'm reaching my goals and when I'm being happy and I'm keeping God near me. I want to leave you with a few affirmations. I want to leave you with, you are on the right track. You listening to this video today is one step closer to your goals. I hope you wrote down, written down the things that I've said. I'm hoping that I resonated with you. I'm hoping that I, I, gave, I gave you a, a pep talk or some motivation to lead a better lifestyle.
I want you to know that you are a positive, beautiful, feminine, goal-driven woman. I want you to know that you are achieving great things already. You took the time to listen to this podcast today. And you, you're taking the, the moments to enhance your life. Get into this routine for your best self because no one else is going to do it for you. Take the chance. Take this challenge. Take everything that you've heard today and apply it to your life. Try something new. I'm going to have more podcasts coming very soon. And I really want to thank every single person that took the time to listen to all the words that I've had to say today. Remember all that you've heard today and try to apply it as much as you can. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you another time. Bye.